There is such unity in here. Unity is the precursor to demonstration. And there is apostolic unity. There's no competition in this room right now. And where there is no competition, there will be demonstration. Something great is in this room, and I give high honor to Pastor Myers. If you love Pastor Myers, would you clap your hands? Amen. I give him high honor for having this vision for this conference and for so many other things in my personal life and what he's meant to my family and I. Bishop honors, Bishop Myers honor. All the great powerhouse superhero preachers over here. I give you honor, all the giants. I give honor to my beautiful, gorgeous wife and my four children who I love dearly and appreciate Janae and the kids. I give honor to my pastor, Bishop Kinsey, for all he's done in my life. Thought I had direction last night during the service. And the Lord whispered a couple of things, and so I went through some old notes, but then... Amen. He began to change some things. So I want to give to you what the Lord has given me. 2 Kings chapter 8, or chapter 2, verses 8 through 15. John chapter 3, verse number 8. Marcus Baptiste going very far the hand of God is upon him what an anointed word from the Lord what a life changing word from the Lord 2nd Kings chapter 2 verses 8 through 15 and then John chapter 3 verse number 8 Elijah took his mantle wrapped it together and smote the waters and they were divided hither and thither so that they too went over on dry ground it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee and Elisha said I pray thee let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me and he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. It came to pass as they still went on and talked that, Behold, there appeared a chariot of fire, horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Elisha saw it cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, the horsemen thereof, he saw him no more, and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah, fell from him, and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah, fell from him, and smote the waters, and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters they parted hither and thither and Elisha went over when the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him they said the spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha and they came to meet him and bowed themselves 
to the ground before him. John chapter 3 and verse number 8. John chapter 3 and verse number 8 simply says, the Bible said, Jesus said that the wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth, so is every one that is born of the Spirit. I want to preach to you from the subject this morning, access to the wind. Access to the wind. You're unified with your brother. Now look up to your God and get ready for something to come upon you in this atmosphere that changes your life. Get your hands ready to be used. Get your mouth ready to be used because the gift of faith has just entered the atmosphere. We take dominion and authority over every demonic power and every satanic spirit, over every sickness and disease. In the name of the Lord Jesus, release your authority and your power on every man, every woman, every boy and every girl. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise and somebody clap your hands and add your voice to it and shout unto God with a voice of Come on, let the devil hear you. Let the demons hear you. Let the depression hear you. Let the anxiety hear you. Let the fear hear you. There's something anointed upon you. Give God the praise. Hallelujah. High five your neighbor. Tell him, let's roll. You may be seated. Elisha was a country boy working in a field, plowing the ground. Nobody knew him. Nobody had any idea greatness was inside of him. But that all changed the moment Elisha met Elijah when Elijah walked onto the farm. And in one moment, Elisha went from a farmer to a prophet called by God in his future. Great things were inside of him that he had no idea God could use. He was such a young man. But the will of God can explode onto your life and into your life out of nowhere. And one moment you can be this, and the next moment you can be that if the right atmosphere gets where you are. Kind of like last night when you came in with some wrong priorities, but through the words of the Lord that were preached through two mighty men of God, you left here with a different mentality because something shifted in your spirit, and now something great is beginning to burn was called by God, anointed by Elijah. Not just called, but connected. That rarely happens that you get called and connected at the same time. Normally, you get called, and then you go through a process of hell, and then you get connected. But Elisha, he's one of those guys that you're jealous of, you know, before you get right, like Brother Marcus preached. He had all the favor instantly. I mean, who would you want to hang out with besides Elijah in that day? And you're just sitting there plowing the ground and out of nowhere now you've got a future. You're going to be Elijah's successor and you get to hang out with the greatest prophet of the world. Called and connected. I think that there are two, two things that have to happen for every young man and every young lady if they're really going to 
great and apostolic demonstration. I think there are two things you have to have consistently. You need to have encounters with God. And you need encounters with men and women of God. I think it's powerful if you have a dream to be great for God, but I think it's also amazing when you get connected to people that walk in deeper territory than you do, have seen more mountains move than you have, and are willing to connect with you and teach you. Is there anyone thankful for their pastor in this room right now? It's amazing to walk with God and walk with Elijah. So he started serving the great Elijah. The Bible said that he poured water on the hands of Elijah. This is, this is, this is more revelatory than we realize. He would pour water in a drought of a desert on the hands of the water that would quench his own personal thirst. He said, I'd rather the water fall on your hands and hit the ground and just land on the ground than give me what I need. The reason why this is so powerful is because years later, Elisha, when he would do the miraculous, half of his miracles involved water. Where he served in submission was where he was trusted with dominion. Thank you, three of you. Where you pour out of yourself onto your leadership is where God can trust you to have dominion in your future. You cannot expect to be a millionaire if you're not going to pay your tithes. You cannot expect God to give you power over the sick if you're not submitted to your authority. There's something about submission that connects you to dominion. So you read the miracles he did. He would do all these water miracles. Where did that start? Through submission to the one he was connected to, pouring out the water. And now he's serving the greatest prophet in the world. What a moment. And he is walking with Elijah. But if you'll bear with me, I don't think he was walking with God yet. Because the Bible said when Elijah came to him, he went after Elijah. Elijah threw the mantle, and from the beginning of Elisha's ministry, it was all about the mantle, because that's the first thing he was exposed to when he was called was a mantle came upon him. And so he chased after Elijah. Let me just say this. It's not enough to know that your pastor walks with God. It's not enough to know that your pastor's wife is an intercessor. You've got to get your own relationship. You can't just walk with the man of God. You've got to walk with the God of the man. And so he became consumed with Elijah. You have to be very careful because sometimes, like Brother Marcus already preached, we can get into idolatry when it comes to humans. If your favorite song is, I am a friend of God. 
No offense, big deal, so is Judas. There were two people in the Bible that God called friend, but they both had one major difference. Abraham was called the friend of God, and Judas was called the friend of God. Jesus called him friend, but there are two, there's one thing that they, that they were separate about. You can find it in Genesis 19.27 and John 18.1 and 2. In Genesis 19.27, Abraham, the friend of God, went to the place where he met God every morning. But Judas, in John 18.1 and 2, knew about the place that Jesus prayed. They both were the friend of God, but one had a walk with God. And when you have a walk with God and you have a relationship with God, it transforms you into being close. So it's, it's amazing how we can get caught up in this person's coming to preach. This person said this. and You got to hear this message and I'm all for it. Be careful, like Brother Baptiste already said, that you do not start glorifying humanity when there's a God in the atmosphere that refuses to share his glory. These are all super giants in the spirit, and I admire all of them, and I can't preach half as good as all of them, but there's only one God in this house that I'm going to pray. There's only one God I'm going to worship. There's only one God that's going to get me bow my knees to him. He's the king of glory. He said, uh, man, this is amazing. I'm getting to be with Elijah. And he's walking with him. And he got to be there when Elijah cursed Ahab and, and Jezebel. And he got to be there throughout different crazy things. And now it's getting time for Elijah to depart. We've had some Elijahs depart. Billy Cole, N.A. Urshan, J.T. Pugh, James Kilgore, Nona Freeman, Verbal Bean, Kenneth Reeves. I can go down the list of incredible, powerful people that if you heard one of their messages, two of their messages, it would change your life because something about them was different from everybody that was around. But they're not here anymore. Elisha, I've got to go. What do you want before I leave? What a moment. And uh, I just want a double portion of your spirit. Just want to be greater. Just want to do more than. He said, you've asked a hard thing. See me when I am taken from you, you'll have what you ask. The reason he said that was because a whirlwind or a tempest or a storm, as it is in the Hebrew, was coming. And he was telling Elisha, if you can still see your leader when the storm is breaking. 
If storms make you backslide, don't expect a mantle. If storms make you walk away from God, don't expect power. Don't expect authority. When people hate you, if that gets to you, don't expect to be. Somebody clap your hands for your pastor right now. Clap your hands for your Elijah. Clap your hands for the one that God called to lead you. If you see me when I'm taken from you, you can have it. And you've got a storm and you've got horses of fire in the sky. Pretty cool moment. Chariots of fire. Maybe you have those moments all the time. I don't think I have. Pretty big deal. Even though all that was going on, he was still focused on Elijah. My father. My father. And he is so attracted to the mantle that he goes after the mantle instead of the fire. Can I go? I'd be saying, can I go with you? <laughs> Hello, heaven. Immediately, no death, no pain. Jesus. He said, I got to find that mantle. All about the mantle. I am so tired of everybody having everybody's mantle. If you've got the person's mantle, why don't you do what they did? You've got their mantle, but you don't have their power. Something must be up. And so he goes and gets the mantle. Whoa. And he's so hungry to be used of God and do great things that he goes right back to the same river that Elijah just hit with the mantle and it split open. And says, well, I'm going to do it too. There's nothing wrong with wanting to walk in the footsteps of the elders that have gone before you. That's honor. But when it becomes competition. I'm going to go do it too and see if it works. And the Bible said he took the mantle and he smote the waters, and I'm going to preach something to you. Maybe you've heard it, maybe you have not, but nothing happened. Because the Bible said he himself also had to smite the waters again. What happened there? He smote the waters with the mantle, and the waters stared him down. And immediately he gets a revelation. I've been consumed with the man of God, but not the God of the man. And so he says, where is the God of Elijah? Jesus said, have faith in God. And so the Bible said when he said that, he also smote the water, signifying he did not use the mantle. He smote it himself. And you'll never find 
Elisha using the mantle for a miracle ever again. Because he received a revelation. It's not about the mantle of the man. It's about the God that breathed life into that man. And if I get that God. Waters open. He walks across, and this is what I want to preach to you. The sons of the prophets, the critics in the atmosphere, they said, The spirit of Elijah doth rest upon Elisha. Spirit in the Hebrew is ruah, it's wind. Up until this point, it's been all about the mantle. But when you get the real thing, people don't see the mantle. They see the wind. Something from the elders is on that kid. Something from Billy Cole's on that young man. Something from Merle Ewing's on that young man. Something. probably one of my most, if not my most prized possession right here. Well, it's a $20 tie. Must be a broke evangelist. This was Billy Cole's tie. He wore it twice. Once at a wedding and once at Because of the Times when he changed the movement forever. I treasure this. But it won't cast out devils. But if the wind that was on Billy Cole gets on me. If the wind that made him say by the authority of the word of God. And by the power of the name of Jesus. If that gets in the atmosphere. What would happen in this room if the spirit of the elders who've gone on entered this atmosphere and got on some young men and some young ladies that say we're ready to change them? The gift of faith is in the room right now. Something's in this room and your hands will be used of God and your mouth will be used of God. On the day of Pentecost, they were with one mind and one accord and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house. happen in this room. I want all these powerhouse preachers to come up here. Please. All you evangelists, all pastors, Bishop Morgan, I want all you men of God to come up here on the platform for a second. There's some serious power heading toward this platform. Serious stories you'd love to hear. Serious encounters. The same God of Billy Cole, 
the same God of Elijah, the same God of Paul and Peter, the same God of all the great elders who've gone on is on these men of God right here. If they took this mic and began to prophesy and begin to speak faith, it doesn't matter what cancer's in your body, what demon's in your house, what spirit's on your kid. If they started speaking, the will enter the atmosphere because they have the real... you have the real thing you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover Jesus never said go pray for the sick he said go heal the sick you pray to be saved but you've got to know what you have when you get the Holy Ghost you've got power and authority over everything Is there anyone that wants to see the sick healed? Is there anyone that wants to be used seeing the sick healed? Is there anyone that wants to cast out devils in the name of Jesus? Is there anyone that wants to be used of God in the last day? I don't want to just go to church. I want to be used of God. I want to see the things only God can do. I want to be used mightily. I want to see the gift of faith. I want to see demonstration. I want to see the power of God enter the atmosphere. You want to use it? You want to be used to it? Come up here. Everybody that wants to come up here. Here's what's going to happen. Can you all stretch out across the platform for me and cover the whole room? In prayer this morning, I did not even know if he was going to be here. I didn't know if he was going to be at this service. But I knew what I heard in the spirit. The Lord spoke to me. And said at the end of your message. You will give the mic to Bishop Morgan. And when he prays. The spirit of the elders. The wind that was upon them. Will enter the atmosphere. And it will get on the young people. And they will never be the same again. Would you worship the Lord in advance right now? Would you worship the Lord in advance right now? Your hands are about to be weapons. Your mouth is about to be used of God. You will cast out devils. You will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The wind of the Spirit is in the room right now.
I'm going to ask you to, I asked Brother Herring, I said, I need you to give me some very, the specifics. I want you to impart or to pray over them things that the elders have put in you. For he said that there's one thing that I felt very strong in the spirit. I asked the Lord one time, I was on my way to the Philippines to teach LDI deal there and why are we not seeing miracles? Why are we not seeing the gifts of the Spirit? Response back. I mean, I had my notes. That's what they wanted me to teach on. I had my notes. The Lord spoke to me on that plane and said, when you start loving the body and people like I do, the greatest thing that was ever imparted to me that I ever learned was love. compassion this is where miracles flow from miracles do not flow from faith miracles flow from compassion <laughs> Jesus was moved with compassion miracles begin to happen so right now by the authority of the word of God the power of your name these are the things, God, that were given to me that I'm still learning. But I release it this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the true love of God fill this building right now. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, that you have love one toward another. When we love as we should someone else, that's how we covet the best gift, whatever gift is needed to help that brother or sister. We release it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus name Jesus name Now I'm going to give you some more instructions and we're going to pray for each other God's getting ready to use some of you mightily I've heard a lot of teaching on covet the best gift earnestly Is it the audible, the spoken gifts word of knowledge, word whatever no, the best gift is when I see your need and I know I have no way to help you except through him. And whatever gift is needed at that moment to minister to you is the best gift. So you're going to pray for somebody close to you. And when you get ready to pray for them, you're going to ask the Lord. I don't know their need unless God speaks it to you. I don't know their need. I don't know what they're struggling with. But I ask you right now, Father, because I've got to love them like you want me to love them. I'm going to ask you to allow whatever gift is needed to flow through me. 
to minister to my brother or to my sister. I feel it in the building right now. So if it's appropriate, turn to someone next to you and that's how I want you to pray. And then from that, I want you to pray for them. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray. God's getting ready to use you right now. Some of you have been missing a key. I think the key is here right now. Let the gifts of the Spirit operate right now. Let healing operate. Let the gifts of healing operate. Let the working of miracles operate now. You know their need. These are the gifts of the Spirit. It's the Spirit that empowers us to minister to them. When we're moved with compassion for that brother or sister and their battles and their struggles. Yes. Jesus' name, Jesus' name. There you go. Now let it flow through you. Let the love of God flow through you. Let the love of God flow through you to minister.
Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Pray with authority. Pray in power. Pray in love. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Let the Lord pray through you. You don't have to know the details. Pray out of compassion. Change the atmosphere for that person. Change the atmosphere for that situation. Speak as God's oracle. Speak as the vessel of the Lord. Speak. Change it. Change it. Change it. Be healed right now in your body in the name of Jesus. Be delivered from depression and anxiety in the name of Jesus. Be set free from fear in the name of Jesus. Be rescued from the attack of the demonic in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Demonstrate, 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 demonstrate the love of Jesus. Demonstrate the authority of God. Demonstrate it. You don't need the mantle, you need the wind. You don't need the mantle, you need the wind. You don't need the mantle, you need the wind. You need the wind of the Spirit. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. All back pain be gone in the name of Jesus. All joint pain be gone in the name of Jesus. Arthritis be gone in the name of Jesus. Fibromyalgia be gone in the name of Jesus. Let there be healing. Let the gifts of healing and the working of miracles loose in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There's unity. The body is ministering to the body. I want to say something to you. I want to say something to you. I want to say something to all of you if you can hear me. We're going to keep praying, but I want you to hear this. Everybody, I want you to hear this. My mentor just passed away this year, Brother Eli Hernandez. Walked in deep, deep places. One of the things he taught me over and over and over and over and over. He said, when you enter an atmosphere where there's faith and where there's miracles, the most dangerous thing hell is afraid of is not what you can do as the man of God, but what the body can do if they get loose in the atmosphere. He said hell loves it when preachers come in, release the gift of faith, speak miracles, have a good service, but the body stays tied up when they leave. But if everybody was loose in the spirit, the miracles would not be contained in this room. Somebody can be healed at Target this afternoon. 
It's not dangerous if one or two preachers lay their hand on you. But it becomes dangerous when you say, I can do this too. And you believe God and God anoints you. So by the authority of the word of God and by the power in the name of Jesus, let there be apostolic transformation right now from the pulpit to the altar. Let it happen from the platform to the altar in Jesus' name. Somebody shout Jesus! Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You don't need the platform, you don't need the microphone, just be used of God, just be used of God. Are you ready to do something for God? 
you will shout and you will dance and you will worship and you will be free to do what the Lord tells you to do. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, shout! Be free, be free, be free, be free, be free, be free. Just the shouters, no music, just the shouters, just the shouters, just the warriors, just the praisers. I'm ready to be used of God. That's a war cry right there. That's a war cry. That's an atmosphere-changing cry. That's an atmosphere-changing anointing. That's an atmosphere-changing authority. That's a demon-chasing power. You've got the real thing.
Yeah. 